Hello, my babies, my seedlings. My name is Kristen Urena, and I am one of the hosts on the show that you're listening to, The Seed. So thank you so much for tuning in. I know that there are so many options to listen to, right? There's all the podcasts, the audiobooks, the music, all of the things. And I so appreciate your time and attention for sitting with us, myself and my best friend Daisy in community. And on today's episode, we have my cousin, Andrew Belen, who has joined us on the podcast before, actor, creative, student, wearer of many hats. Uh, And he joins us today to talk about, to continue talking about and continue processing perfectionism and how to move through black and white thinking and live in the gray area. And each of us really reflect on how that has showed up in our own lives and why that showed up and how we can be in better relationship with that part of ourselves that feels a need to control and feels a need to rest in, again, like black or white. And what would it feel like to live in the gray to rest there. I really just love today's episode because I got to watch and experience really how community is so important and so vital in our collective transformation and transition. And right now, I believe now more than ever, this is the medicine. Being in community with one another is the medicine. When we look at what's going on in the world, these little pockets, these people, these moments that we can have with one another to feel seen and to feel loved and to laugh and to cry and just be our full human self, that is it. That is so amazing. And then on an individual level, we get to process. And I I got to watch just Daisy and Andrew connect in such a way. You'll hear it. And it's just it's so beautiful to be a part of and to witness and I hope so much that you feel like you are in this little community with us you are we see you we believe that you are and I hope you enjoy this one connect with us however you're comfortable whether that's dming us if you ever want to come on the podcast we are opening that up to anyone right now. We have some really cool upcoming people who are going to be joining us. We'd love for you to be one of them. Even if you're like, what? No. No, you literally come join us. But with that being said, I'm super grateful for you and I hope you enjoy this one. Love ya! Yeah, I'm good. I am I am good my baseline is good you know what I mean yeah I do know what you mean and that's that's the most important thing right because other things are gonna right everything fluctuates but inner peace you know inner peace baby but how are you guys I want to start by asking how everybody else is first before I deep dive into my (laughs) I think I've been doing better than I have been 
in past moments of this year. So I can't complain. I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Love that. I, I would say same. I feel like I'm going through a lot of different things and like figuring out a lot of different things in terms of moving and then my own internal landscape, but I'm handling it better than maybe better is not the right word, but more regulated. It's just all better the way that I'm kind of like approaching this all. And it's, it's different, which is cool. Yeah. I like the term internal landscape. That feels good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just steal that one. <laughs> I don't know where I got it from. Probably my therapist. <laughs> that that yeah. is a really nice way to say that. <laughs> my internal landscape. <laughs> How's your internal landscape? Mine? Andrew, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the pod. Thank you. We're here to 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 talk about one of your little boot camps that you've been in, maybe multiple at one time, right? <laughs> extreme boot camp. <laughs> You're in extreme boot camp mode. There's a there's a TikTok like sound that's trending right now where it's like it's like the the soldiers in a line and they're like left, right, left, like that's out. That's where I'm at right now, like mentally. Oh. I'm just in like, yeah. So, I mean, I, like I said before, I'm good. I just think it's like, um, it's circumstantial. And also just my perfectionism is kicking my butt right now. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. Um, and I don't think, we talked about it a little bit in the last podcast. Because <laughs> when I had like my first like, oh, we're going, we're going into boot camp. Like moment, you know, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh. It's happening. Yeah. Like we're we're going down. Um I was like, I'm gonna like re-listen to the last podcast episode to like remind myself like who I am. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> bad ideas. Um, but for the long story, it was a good, it was a good choice. I'm glad I listened to it. But at the time I was like, it just sent me further down mm-hmm. because I said something to you. I think Daisy said something and she was like Oh, because I was talking about my perfectionism and she was like, so how do you think that has affected your relationships? And I was like, ah, not at all. <laughs> like, I just like, I had like brushed it off. And then I like in the moment, I was like, oh, <laughs> you did not know what was coming because I'm like really seeing it manifest in that way right now in all my relationships. Just do you want to hard. Like, get deeper into that? We can talk about anything. I mean, if if I say something that trips, you can always cut it. Yeah, cut it. Yeah. I just realized that like it's it's in every area of my life. It's just she's mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> well, I named it Marty over the summer when I was doing like TVM work because I felt like that fit. And I was telling Kristen because I just feel yeah. like it's like a very like neurotic energy, like mm-hmm. very, like like it sends me into like. Like I like almost like an OCD kind of like yeah that's how it kind of manifests for me where it's like I need to like have everything super like controlled mm-hmm. when like <laughs> what even is control what's happening yeah. um, I like that question yeah like what, what is happening what like. Like, what's <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're naming it control too, rather yeah. than, of course, we're calling it perfectionism here, 
but I think there's a difference because it's not perfect. Yeah, it's not perfect. It's just your own sense of control because mm-hmm. even what what we've said on the podcast and Andrew, I know you've shared with me in the past is like everything is perfect from from one perspective. And then we have this other part of yourself, ourselves, all of us have a Marty, whatever that Marty is, mm-hmm. is really just like grasping for a sense of control. Mm-hmm. And we're like under this guise of perfectionism like oh I want things to be perfect when really it's like oh no I want control I want to feel safe or it's like yeah the perfectionism is like the vehicle of trying to attain control yes yes yeah yeah and yeah it's it's exactly that and that's why I said like Marty like when I I when I was I was doing like TBM work in the summer a lot Mm -hmm. like I was like really hardcore doing that and when I named it Marty, I named it Marty because like it's like a manager. It's like mm. kind of like manage everything in my life and like keep everything pretty, you know? And it's like you can try. <laughs> yeah. You can try to make things pretty. <laughs> but things just happen, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I find myself like when I talk about stuff like this, I start like I'm starting not to be here a little bit. <laughs> that happens. That's yeah. that is literally yeah. your body's yeah. way of like mm, we're it. poking on a pain point. Let's make mm-hmm. things a bit more foggy. Yeah, yeah. that happens to me too. Mm-hmm. I start like zoning out a little. Yeah, it's hard to keep the the flow of the conversation. That happens mm-hmm. often to me. Yeah. When yeah. you said the manager piece. That made me think of internal family systems immediately because mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. literally one of the the roles or the jobs that parts of ourselves play. And I just sent this to Andrew right before we signed on. So that's why my brain is primed that way. But it was in my weekly reading in the Chani app. She mentions Richard Schwartz, the the founder or yeah, I guess the founder of internal family systems who who put those ideas under that umbrella. And the the question is, how do we bring those parts of ourselves back to a valuable state? Mm-hmm. So Marty, maybe there's like a, a neuroses, a hypervigilance for a sense of control. Okay, how do we bring back those things to a valuable state for you? So it's not like, zero to a hundred it's like in a in maybe a a more comfortable place yeah you don't have to answer that question but it just made me think about that because if we answered it we'd be like okay we cure everything but yeah (laughs) yeah I I think like what yeah what you just said like I think it manifests in my life in a lot of different ways but like it's all just me you know what I mean like it's all and and that's something that I that I was like really sitting with because I was like, um, like I was talking to Kristen the other day mm-hmm. and I was like on the floor, like a fully mentee B mode. Like I was just on the floor in my bathroom. It's like sending Kristen a voice note. Cause I was like, dude, I feel like defeated. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I had been like sometimes when my perfectionism, like, or what did I call it before? Because I want to keep calling it that. I like Marty? That. No. Oh, control. <laughs> control. 
when I try to like <laughs> like, You're like, get, like control I like like I don't even notice it's happening at first that's how like insidious it is because yeah. I'll be like I'll be like insecure about something like usually something physical something's like that can be changed maybe in five minutes who knows and I just like will like pick at it until it's like emotionally like raw like I'm like okay you know what we have like I'm like now we have a clean slate because I'm like it's a fresh wound and then I start to like like uh, it starts to like affect my relationships because I'm like oh how can I like now I'm like moving forward in my life as this person as this like raw version of myself but like not in a good way you know Mm -hmm. um and that's what was happening and (laughs) that's when I (laughs) said was sort of was like I don't know what's happening (laughs) just like I'm spiraling down it's happening I don't know what's happening but it's it's happening um and I think the way it manifests for me is like just like struggling to like connect with people which is what we what we're here what we're here to talk about (laughs) um yeah just my like I've and we also talked about like I sent Kristen a voice note about like me like struggling to connect to people in -hmm. general like that being like a common theme in my life and now it's like crazy because I'm like connecting all these dots mm-hmm. to like all the like perfectionism that's like weaved into it okay because I like don't I have trouble like letting people see me mm-hmm. like, is it sort of this like when I'm perfect I'll let people see me yeah exactly it's like so we're never going to let people see. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah. Hey. (laughs) It's like, there's a wall. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also just, I don't know if this is helpful for you to hear, but I think like a very common thing that people deal with, like you're not alone in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like everybody has pieces of them, of course, where they're like, once I perfect this one thing, I'll, like, be more comfortable showing people this side of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys talked about it. I just Also, I listened to the last podcast episode. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Thanks. And to talk about that. You talked about how, like, um, like, you're like, oh, when I have this thing, I'll be able mm-hmm. to, like, which is, like, I feel like very similar. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I saw it manifest in some some pretty crazy ways. I don't even know where to start, honestly. You don't have to give the examples of it. I feel like the examples or whatever's happened in the last couple months are just like ways what you are talking about now. How they've how they've manifested, how it's impacted your life, but really the root of it is what you're sharing now and the most important piece of it Mm -hmm. because that is the the root cause it's not like the symptoms is like how it's affecting your relationships how it's affecting you right but that I mean it's important but I think the the more important layer is like the the layer underneath Mm -hmm. and like 
I know it's painful to like come to the awareness of this stuff, but also how cool that you've come to the awareness of this because I feel like that's always like where you can yeah. then start like healing it, you know? Yeah. Afterwards, it's always like, oh, that was kind of that was kind of cool. Like <laughs> when you're going yeah. through it, like <laughs> like somebody help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody help. No, for real. Like, yeah. So as anyone, please. Yeah. <laughs> My door is open. Just knock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thing that I have been doing for myself the last couple weeks, when I was like in a state before visiting New Jersey, and mm-hmm. seeing people that I I felt a little shaky around, also seeing people that I love, but the loop that I was in one day felt like I couldn't get out of it. It just was cyclical, mm-hmm. and I was trying and it wasn't happening but it reminds me of what you said before where you're just like it's so automatic it's so ingrained and then you're picking 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 at yourself until the wound is raw so to speak and so by that point you're feeling the pain of it but there's all of those moments before that you almost can't get in touch with yourself and I think I shared this with you Andrew how Mm -hmm. I I'm trying to find ways to like send a message in a bottle to myself. So like me now, who's more clear minded, how do I communicate with Kristen who is in a mode of whatever it is, anxiety, panic, whatever. And so I put like silent alarms on my phone that just like say random things. So they pop up or I have like a list on the notes app of my phone of like, all right, what makes me feel better? How do I have those things around? Do I have them in my pocket do I have a frozen orange in my freezer like actual like grounding things but somehow reminding myself in those moments I do have another option and that's really really hard and it's not something we're gonna perfect or or be able to always do you say that and my heart is like somebody's like not perfect I'm like huh yeah but it's it's hard it's hard to like to to realize that we are going to feel pain no matter what this what no matter what marty's saying no matter what marty's trying to control we're gonna feel uncomfortable and also we can take steps to like manage the discomfort that marty's creating because he's not it's not what whatever he's doing not really working out for you (laughs) you're feeling this bad to be completely honest Marty is here for a reason and yeah yeah you know like I was I was thinking about that the other day and I think that was a large part of like like now I'm kind of coming out of it a little like we're starting to get some movement um Mm -hmm. and it just came from like the realization that like hey you know what Marty we made Marty for a reason (laughs) nothing wrong with Marty you know like he's just doing what he knows how to do Mm-hmm. Marty helped you best Marty knew how. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And at some point it was like a healthy boundary for me. Like mm-hmm. at some point like Marty served a purpose and now it is a wall for me mm-hmm. and I have to politely ask him to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like outgrowing a relationship, right? Like time to and let go of Marty. Yeah, I started thinking about it. I was like maybe we need to hire someone new. Maybe we need to like 
Yeah. Like a, Marty's managing a lot. We need yeah. someone Marty's to come in and help him out a little bit. <laughs> someone else. Go along this plate. <laughs> we need to disperse some of that work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And just thinking about like, and then I started thinking about like why Marty was invented. And then I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put that pause. <laughs> Let's take a deep yeah, breath. Conversation with our therapist, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, I mean. That's what's going on with me. What's going on with everybody else? I just wanna, I just wanna like be in community and like talk to people. No, right now. of course. Yeah. I'm so happy that you're here. Honestly, this is like so the happy. most fun. This is the most fun. <laughs> I, my brain is like relaxed right now, in a way that it hasn't yeah. been a long time. So I'm just that's like, so good to hear. Because truly, that is that's I'm, like what me and Kristen have been talking about making this podcast like bringing people on and us just like being in community having like a a corner of the world where we can just communicate with people about what's going on with us and uh, I have something to say about that yeah thinking about that the other day because I okay this was a whole other thing that I had a conversation with Kristen about is like mm-hmm. this has to do with my struggling to connect with people okay me feeling like oh um like nobody likes me that's Mm. like a that's like a real feeling that I have okay and I I do like like I've had times where I didn't like myself as we all do but Mm I I think I'm pretty great right now like I actually like really appreciate I appreciate Andrew right now and so it's hard for me to be like in relationships and still feel that way Mm. it's like now it's like okay nothing's wrong with me it's just and nobody like nobody's nobody's liking this which like people do like (laughs) it's not true like like people do like me but it's um I was telling Kristen that like I I'm a very like polarizing person I feel like Scorpio rising life baby I was gonna say that I feel you with that. People (laughs) will either love us or fucking hate us. They're like, public enemy number one is you. It's so funny because everyone is Scorpio rising on your back. All of you. I'm like, I'm on the good polar end of the spectrum. I'm like, I see one. I'm like, yep. Yeah. They're like, I love you or you got to go. Or like, something's off about this one. But like, I relate to you so hard in the kind of feeling like it's difficult to connect with like at least some people because when I I feel like because we're polarizing I don't know about you but I kind of sense when somebody's not taking to my energy very well mm-hmm. and that kind of like feeds this like thought process of like oh I should put my guard up in front of this person and I, I think switch up on me like crazy wait what like people switch up on me like that too, which is like, okay. like that's I think that's more to do with like the type of people that I've uh, existed yeah. for a little there. bit. Um, where they just like it's like I'm like like thumbs up, we love Andrew, and then one day it's like mm. and I'm like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> we have made a shift. We are in the uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it's like that happens like quite often with me. But I agree. I feel the same way. Like you sense when somebody's like not taking in that energy. I'm Absolutely. curious when that switch happens, do you ever confront it? Or how does that pro- like how does that go? I used to. I used to a lot, especially when I was like in high school, because it happened. It doesn't really happen now. Yeah. Like now that I'm like older, that's why I said like people that I've existed around in the past. Because mm-hmm. it happened a lot when I was like in high school. Um, where I would like make a friend and I'd be like, wow, like community. And I'd be like so happy. <laughs> like yes like running in the grass and then all of a sudden they just like flip a switch and be like "Hmm, I don't really want to be friends anymore and I'd be like oh okay no worries which is like how do you confront that you know what I mean like it's just like a vibe thing like they're just like maybe (laughs) I'm like maybe I have bad vibes (laughs) no you have the most amazing vibes (laughs) I hope you know that. And and then there's also that. It's either somebody's like, wow, you have great vibes, or they're just like, freak energy. <laughs> like, like, weird. <laughs> Weirdo alert. Like, gotta go. So. In a yeah. way, though, isn't well, that cool? Sometimes. I've started to kind <laughs> of really like that about being a Scorpio rising, is like yeah. the fact that we're so polarizing, we can tell so soon who's meant to be our people and who's not. Because like, if somebody's not fucking with our energy right away, I can be like, all right, cool. I didn't even have to go down that path to figure out that they're not for me. That is true. Sometimes I'm like, Mm -hmm. like, it's forget you and forget you forever because you know what I mean? Like we never started. We we never even started. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm sorry. I love that. I wish I had that fucking superpower. That's a superpower. It sucks. Like until you kind of start to see it as like a good thing, though, it sucks because you take it personally. Like I've taken it personally many times where I'm like, I've been so nice to this person. Like I did nothing for them to not like me. Why don't they like me? And like this, like wanting to be liked and like Mm -hmm. kind of like bending yourself or or shifting your energy or trying to be someone else to get someone to like you. But it's like once you make peace with like actually why would I bend myself to make someone like me it's kind of cool and it allows you to just be like this person is just not for me and you can just tell so early on and it's it's cool and when you're a Scorpio rising there's no use in making them like you (laughs) this is not gonna work (laughs) if they don't like you they don't like you it's like you don't like me cool yo no but like seriously like I, I I and also what's worse is like when you have the experience of like like when you need somebody to like you, like if they're like a teacher, like a boss or a professor, or somebody or... trying to get to like, yeah, dude, it's like you either like every teacher I've ever had. I'm like, I know whether I'm gonna pass the class or not, <laughs> whether or not this teacher likes me. Like it really depends on that sometimes, you know. You Which know, not fun. Really but... funny is that I've always had this weird thing with authority figures that I've spoken about and I've never connected these dots in this way until this conversation but like I have always found it so challenging to be myself with authority figures mm-hmm. and I think subconsciously part of it is this knowing that I'm polarizing and me mm-hmm. wanting to mask that because people who of course have some kind of authority over you it's like you want them to like you so I feel like it's me like showing up so unauthentically so that they don't have the opportunity to like reject who I really am yeah Daisy holy fuck 
I feel like that is we figured it out. Yes. You know what? Actually, let's just end it. <laughs> Cleared. This is why we need community. I yeah. fucking love this. this. Is why we need Thank it. you for reflecting my life back to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I get that 100 percent Yeah. Yes. I feel so seen by you. I feel like I don't know many other Scorpio <laughs> risings where like yeah. I, when I try to explain that I'm polarizing, of course, the people in my life who love me are going to be like, Nobody no, you're not. Literally, like, you're not. I love you. I've tried to have this conversation with so yes, because when they like you, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's like me I tell my parents, and they'll be like, no idea you're great. You're, <laughs> you're great. And I'm like, that's <laughs> people so hate me. People hate me. People who hate me preying on my <laughs> downfall for no reason. Oh my gosh. I I love watching this happen because. <laughs> Andrew has said this to me, and and this is why we need multiple people again yeah, because I don't get it. Both of you, I'm like, what the fuck? You're polarizing. I cannot like, remember. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, but you guys, you guys get it, and this is like so fun to for me to like just yeah. see this. Like, I'm like, you get it, you get it, I get it. Oh, like it's just yeah, so no. good. Yeah. It's rare that anybody's ever like in the middle with me either. Like, like like nobody can just be chill with me. Nobody just be like cordial. Everybody's like, Mm -hmm. I either want to like love you big or I want to like smoosh you. (laughs) There's no like Mm -hmm. in between. And I think that's like where the polarizing thing really gets me. That's like the hard part. Because sometimes I just want to like be in a middle ground with someone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair, right? Like, you don't always want to have a super intense relationship to people in either right. direction. I, like, you want those easy, just like, we know each other and we're cool. Yeah, and that's why I think it, like, that aspect of it has kind of made its way into, like, my problems with being intimate with people. Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. like, like, how do you be close with somebody when there's no wiggle room? Mm-hmm. you know like when it's like it's like every relationship's kind of gray like everything is kind of gray yeah when people want to look at you and put you in a box automatically or be like I either love you or hate you it's like what are we gonna do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah that's a lot of pressure right pressure yeah because then it's like why can't you just love some parts of me and like maybe hate parts of me some days but still ultimately love me like you know like there there is more of that like flexibility when people exist in the gray with you versus like putting you on a pedestal or not wanting to even dropping you yeah breathe the same air as you <laughs> yeah yeah um but what was I gonna, I was gonna say something when you said you said something that like brought a thought to my brain and I'm forgetting. Oh, I'm so sorry. What happens when truth hits my brain? Yeah. That's what Kristen said to me one time. For me, that's what about. happens. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, that I'm like, I feel like Scorpio risings are also people that like crave deep connection. Yeah. Like like very intensely. Mm-hmm. And love very bigly. Like I said bigly. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. 
<laughs> Bigly, baby, own that shit. Bigly. Words are fucking made up. The name of this episode is gonna right be now. Bigly. <laughs> Owning things, Bigly. Own the yeah. own your life, Bigly, is the name of this episode. <laughs> our, our last episode was humaning. Humaning and real yeah. up shit all the time. No, I think it just like my mom's a speech therapist. It just killed me right there. I think I was I was expecting Jenny to be like, it's not a word. That's not a word, Andrew. Well. <laughs> We can really matter. Everything's made up. <laughs> Everything is made up. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that that's also a hard part because it's like when you meet somebody, sometimes it like happens the opposite way where like I meet somebody and I'm like, I want this person to be my person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even just like, I'm not in like a romantic way, just like I really like this person. I want them to like me. And it's just not that. Mm-hmm. Like there's just no click. And it's like devastating because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to leave this. I'm curious. This Sorry, you go ahead. Finish. Oh, I was done. <laughs> I was all done. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm curious what it is about those people. If you've ever pinpointed it, that like makes you want them to be your person. If there isn't that like connection. It just is that way. Just, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know how to explain it. I think it's just a feeling thing. But uh-huh. I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day because we were talking about, they're like sort of in the like, you know, a little woo-woo, but they're like, they circle it, you know? Yeah, like lightly woo-woo. <laughs> lightly, woo-woo lightly right. witchy. Um, and we were talking about how like manifesting, we were talking about like all our crazy, like weird manifesting phases because everybody goes through their little mm-hmm. <laughs> their little beginning like I'm gonna light a candle and this person's yeah. gonna come like kiss me um and it's like <laughs> a little <laughs> so fucking it's a little weird, weird. It's a little I literally weird. Like, have done those spells I've had a candle so raise your hand it's if you've fun. had a candle I haven't but one of my roommates in college has and we sat there and conjured up yeah. a boy one time <laughs> as you should though <laughs> as you should this is this is the experience um and so we were talking about that and they were like they said something like really it just was super jarring for me in the moment but they were like they were like but also like we're talking about how like that's not like like good like you shouldn't be (laughs) like you just Mm -hmm. like kind of shouldn't really do that like it's not really like and they were like, if the person was like, if you really wanted that person, they would like be yours. Mm. Like if yeah. you truly desired them, like authentically in your soul, they'd be yours. Like you'd be with the person. And I was like, damn, like that is true. though, <laughs> Cause like, you know, like even if you don't know on a conscious level. Mm-hmm. And that was like mind blowing for me. Absolutely. Like, I at least personally really believe that too. Like, whatever is meant to be yours is not going to miss you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes for everything like people, jobs, like friends, whatever, right. living situations, like whatever They're is meant to be yours is going to be yours. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, when I like, like, I'm, I'm in a, what should we call it? A situation ship. Let's call it that mm-hmm. right now where it's like <laughs> where it's like I didn't like this person at first and yeah. like 
there's a buildup and like slowly I'm seeing like the puzzle kind of put itself together and it's not like a conscious effort thing and that's I think my issue is I feel like everything has to be like a conscious effort or it doesn't count that feels perfectionist controlly like the striving the Mm -hmm. I have to needing to work for it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like if I'm not on the hamster wheel I'm not working Mm. if I'm not like exhausted capitalism um if I'm not like exhausted (laughs) she's back (laughs) (laughs) she never Uh, left she's always here (laughs) just lingering in the back (laughs) photobombing photobombing every element of life Life. always so yeah and so I was like like in the beginning I was kind of like like I don't really want to do this because I also was just not in a place at the time when this person was like wow I love you I was like you're like (laughs) yeah I was like what do you mean (laughs) so yeah I revisited this semester because it was like a last semester thing you know Mm because every semester of college is like a new year for me (laughs) but yeah so like as the time goes on I'm seeing it kind of piece itself together and it's really really interesting to like not be like it's so easy Mm-hmm. and I, my mind is like blown because I'm like I'm like where are my Scorpio rising tumultuous relationships mm. what happened to that you know but like I also like don't need that mm-hmm. like I, it's oh <laughs> did you just have a realization just had a feeling um <laughs> I was thinking about how like the same thing I just said before, like, if the relationship's not a hamster wheel, it's not working. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not, like, exhausted in this relationship, like, it's not worth it, which is crazy. Because, like, yeah. good relationships should be easy, you know? Like, my best relationships, friendships, everything in my life are the easiest ones, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 at least at the very least in the beginning of them you know what That's I mean like people, relationships go through things but right but it shouldn't be like right like, it shouldn't yeah. be like dragging right. it along with you right like you shouldn't be begging having to beg someone to like respond to a text kind of a thing right. Mm-hmm. yeah right like uh, yeah <laughs> I'm like right I've never done that. right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, who does that we've all done that <laughs> Oh yeah, we've all been sitting by our phones, staring at them for hours. What are they going to like a fucking hit of something? Yeah, waiting for the high. Yeah. Oh, we've all done it. (laughs) No worries, guys. If anybody's (laughs) done that, I love you. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, somebody also back to like receiving compliments and being seen. Yeah. I don't believe people. <laughs> okay. I, believe, I struggle with that bad. And I realized that lately because I was in the car with one of my friends the other day. Actually, this happened twice in one week. So it was like double homicide. Like I was like <laughs> happening um, because somebody said to me, you're such a warm person. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. Like, you're such a warm person. Like, I just want to be around you all the time. And I was like, 
It's like, let me out of this car. I was like, I was like, please. We were like on the freeway. I was like, if I just roll, if I just tuck duck and rolled right now, what would you do? Because I, was I can't like, even be that no. close to it. And like I think <laughs> it was just like I was just like, oh, thank you. And then I like rolled down the window and was like, <laughs> like I was like, I can't do this right now. Cause I was just in a place that week in particular where I was like. You know, like, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. It was like a week. I've also been, my school struggles are a whole other thing. Um, oof. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole added layer of, like, stress. Yeah. Navigating yeah. I was just, like, stressed. And then I was like, wow, don't say that. Because I do not feel that way right now. Because I had, like, I'd just been feeling, like, very cold. And very, like, disconnected from people. And I was like, the fact that you're saying that is, like, it's reinforcing everything that that I should feel about myself that I don't. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, like, I know that I'm a warm person. I know I'm not, like, like, my intentions are always, mm-hmm. sure. like, I never, I, you know? So I know mm-hmm. that, like, my vibes aren't bad. But it's just, like, now I know for sure. I'm, like, now I know for sure I'm putting the wall up. Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's thinking that, you know, yeah. and that happened again, like that same Friday with situationship person. And I was like, oh, this is, it was like, it was like the universe was like, you rejected that one. We're going to put this, we're going to give this to you on another level. Like, we're going to see how you do it. We're going to see how you do with mm-hmm. this. one. Um, and it was fine. I held it. You know what I mean? Like the second time around, I was like, I can hold this. Mm-hmm which is like an interesting test you know yeah it's cool the more you practice holding it the more like believable I feel like it gets right you're like I will take it yeah and I think there's also like an aspect of perfectionism with holding things as well because you're like how can I hold this right how can I hold this like you know (laughs) 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 instead of like (laughs) <laughs> like effortless how easy can breezy. i be like that uh, bitch and also hold everything yeah. you know i do know gotta hold it like an oscar right not like a weight you it's right it's like how do i hold this elegantly yeah. like gracefully <laughs> yeah yeah Rather than like having people see right through me and be like, oh, they're uncomfortable holding that or why are they holding that so easily or something? You know what I mean? It's like all these yeah. mental gymnastics yeah. where you're like, am I accepting the compliment okay I enough? Feel another tangent brewing. Yeah, oh, let God. it out. Let's hear it. Every time you say something, I'm just like inspired. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go. That's the point. Go. <laughs> Run. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you this, Kristen, but like people saying crazy shit to me. I don't know if I've ever brought this up to you. In what res- regard? Like, like about like my physical appearance. Like people will just like, like it's been a common theme my whole life. Like in a good way or in a bad way? Both. Okay. Either, like, polarizing. Like either like they're like, they come up to me and they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, why do you look like that? Or they're what like, the fuck? you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Like it's either like one or the other. Like, okay. And so... I think like you said something. What did you say? Oh God. Uh am I holding this right? Right, like the way that you look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like can people perceive the way that people perceive me? 
And like that has fucked with the way that I perceive myself in a lot of ways. Because mm. I don't know who's doing what. You know what I mean? I'm just like, mm. like I had somebody come up to me once and like tell me I was cross-eyed, just straight up. I was like, who are you? And why are you telling me that I'm cross-eyed? Yeah, first of all, <laughs> I'm not, like, like that's horrible I'm vibes. Like, that person like, is trash like, vibes. Here, like, a stranger? Like, that's when, so like, fucking weird. No, a, like somebody I know. Oh, okay. that, well, like, still weird, but like my high school that I wasn't like close with, but they were like, "Has anybody ever told you you're like a little cross-eyed?" People and I was like, "Why the fuck would you tell bro. me?" Like, even if I was, keep it to yourself. <laughs> and so, like, I like, I like went to, like, I, and then I went to like the eye doctor, and I was like, "Dude, what?" And they were like, "You're not cro- like who told you you were cross-eyed?" I was also young. I was like, "Who?" Like, somebody told me one of my ears was like bigger than the other, and I was like weird about it for like a long time and then I was like my ears are literally this thing. like what why are we doing this who is even looking at you like that like why are you even and I've always felt like people were either like hypercritical of me or were just like eh, he's Andrew let him do whatever he wants <laughs> you know what I mean like and that's where I think I connected where the dots connect with me for me with that like the the being perceived and like the having to look presentable I think also the having to look presentable at least growing up in the same family and I don't think it's just our family but that is that is a big theme within our family like I I I, I can see that yeah I had a moment the other day about that because I was like so there's there's a few things on that exact topic that I was thinking about this morning actually which is crazy that you said that pulled it out of my brain like it's a file cabinet right now <laughs> that's what I feel like because I like, have that same section in my own file Christmas cabinet and they're like let's see that file is in mine too so that's why I'm like oh here, same bio. Here. it's a share it's a shared doc <laughs> yeah you're, you're just like oh I made copies of that one you misplaced it I have it yeah. <laughs> we both have the same download yeah I got it yeah, yeah. So, um, I was thinking about how many comments were made about my appearance when I was younger. Oh, and I'm like, holy crap! And then I remembered I had a memory about a book. I don't know if you've ever seen this book, Kristen, or if like you know about this the book. But we saw I saw a book like in a photo album the other day, and my mom was talking about it because she was like, "I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever." Because we were having actually like a good conversation about this for once. Mm. And she was like, oh, like, um, like, it's so weird how like there's all these comments about like your, like, it was like pictures of us, but like little stickers. And they had like words on like people like could could write like comments, like there were like little thought bubbles almost. Mm. And it was like pictures of like you, like all the cousins, basically. There was like thought bubbles and like I think one of them it was like it was like a picture of me and like somebody wrote something of something something chicken legs. What the fuck? And I was like, hello? <laughs> it was like a picture of me at like five years old. I was like, ma'am, who wrote this? Like I'm like, no, like like next Thanksgiving, I'm gonna be like, okay, who did it? Because like I've never seen that book. I don't want to see that fucking like, book. Oh my god. Who looks at a five-year-old and like criticizes a five-year-old's body? About like their body, or like 
our physical appearance and I was like mm-hmm. the fact that like there is like documented evidence yeah of this shit is ridiculous and, and they would like- still be like we never did that right right that's what I was right, just gonna right. say I'm so glad because the va- the lack of the the accountability game, yeah the, the weird fucking games where I'm like this happened when I was a kid and I'm like, mm, like someone tells me no it didn't <laughs> fuck you there's a book <laughs> like there's fucking evidence yeah and my mom was like was like jarred like she was like ah like what is happening in this book I think we were looking at it together and she saw the way I was like and she was like yeah I agree like what's going on it's crazy too that like that I feel like was so it was seen as so normal probably back then when we were kids you know like things have changed so much over the last decade like people thought it was truly normal to comment on a five-year-old's body yeah Mm -hmm. and it was like even crazier because I had thought that like I'm wearing like like these little like athletic shorts I was Mm -hmm. wearing I'm wearing them right now and I was wearing them the other day and I was like looking at my legs in the mirror and I was like and then I was like I was like oh my god instant connection Mm -hmm. who said Mm -hmm. that about me at some point you know yes like or like people putting like their hands on my back and being like oh my god you're so small like like Mm-hmm. Is that weird? So annoying. So or your teeth are so big. When I had like my big tooth phase, like leave me alone. Like let yeah. it grow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just that's like I don't even <laughs> remember what it was that you said because it was before the book conversation. But you said something about like being perceived in like extreme opposites or something. And I just wanted to kind of like I felt like I kind of related to like your perception of yourself being so fucked when you get two complete opposite perceptions of you reflected at you and I feel like I resonated with that in the sense of like my sense of like body image growing up and I kind of wanted to like I guess share my experience about that because I I remember like growing up I guess more so when I got into like my teen years like having people who like considered me to be on the bigger side right like people who would consider me chubby or chunky and like me hearing that and then other people who would consider me like skinny and slim and like fit and stuff and like perception of things being so fucked when you're hearing two completely opposite things from many different people it's hard growing up though when you have those experiences because as a kid when you're developing you want that strong sense of self so that when you're an adult you go out into the world and when people perceive you differently, your self-worth and your sense of self is not wrapped up in another person's perception. But mm-hmm. we have these like individually and collectively within the three of us and other people, these upbringings that people were very vocal about whatever it was, physical appearance, however we showed up in the world and felt like it was their job to make it known to us, to put it in a fucking book or tell us to our face. Yeah. And book. yeah, the fuck, that's just like a fucking <laughs> book. There's <laughs> evidence, about that bitch. Book. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah. one thing you said, Andrew, about like seeing that comment in the book and remembering last week when you looked in the mirror and were being more critical of your legs of thinking like you were able to say like okay who told me this where does that come from that's not mine to take and that is just something I'm toying with right now personally like just writing out like what my inner critic is saying and saying like okay 
but whose voice is that because it's not mine yeah. like it is mine now it is the the thing on loop but it's not actually the origin is not from me it's from somebody else and for me a lot of the time it is a parent or something like that so I yeah. I think it's it's cool that you're able to like to begin that conversation with yourself of like where does this come from it's mm. not me what the fuck who told me that why would why mm. would they say that to a five-year-old like like mm-hmm. just unpacking it more I was really thinking about it and I was like thinking about like when I was younger like very early years of my life before anybody had shit to say or that I was listening you know mm-hmm. like before I even was like aware yeah. of those comments and things and whatever and when I was just like cute to everyone you know you were so uh, cute and like just the overwhelming confidence I had in like who I was Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing that come back now and it's crazy like to see myself like like kids are so resilient kids are amazing kids are amazing and it's like mind-blowing to me like it really is I saw a little girl fall off a scooter the other day and she was like like honestly at my big age I'd be on the floor (laughs) like I but it's like she just had like she was like I can get back up like I got this you know like there's nothing holding me back and that's like I just love that and her mom was like are you okay are you okay and she was like yeah and just like going beautiful and and then I was like how can I like bring that feeling to myself and like mm. I, I've been getting into it like for the past few years, just kind of mm. like getting more confident in myself. And yeah, I'm at a point now where I'm like, like I said before, like Andrew's cool. Like we like Andrew. It's what you said. It's like everybody else's like thoughts and feelings and whatnot. That's like mm-hmm. a different, a different thing, you know? There are two sets of entities. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, talk. Sorry. So, uh, were you done? Yeah. That made me think of the manager. Managing other people's perceptions of you. And that's where it's coming back to. Like, you can have the strong sense of self. But a part of you, whether it's Marty or not, and we all have this part of ourselves, we want to be in the group, we want to be liked, and we don't, especially like you both experiencing these polarities, that's super jarring. So of course, you have the part of you that will come out and try to control and try to manage so you don't have to experience that volatility. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like building that sense of self-worth that you already have been building and just like leaning into that knowing you won't always lean into that you're gonna feel like shit sometimes we all are but like overall just yeah leaning into that and then acknowledging the manager piece there of everyone's perceptions you don't have to hold those at all which is easier said than done but it's it's up and down Mm-hmm. with all yeah. of it's like death and rebirth that's mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. Scorpio that's that Scorpio rising yeah. shit again it is. death and rebirth all the I time th- 
constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think too, one of the hardest pieces of like not holding on to people's perceptions is like this desire that I think a lot of people have to define things, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we want to define ourselves. And so we're like, uh, I'm going to grasp everyone else's perception of me to try and come up with what that is. But like, how cool would it be if we could just acknowledge those, those are everyone else's beliefs and they come from their own personal shit. And then we can just define ourselves. And (laughs) and we're just literally, we where we went on something about that. I think I said that to you this morning. Yeah. Yeah, we've been. That's like, why I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> Yo, all of us just, just literally. <laughs> this is like a group in California, Daisy in New Jersey, Kristen in Colorado, and we are still just yeah. And because that's so beautiful, Andrew was saying how it was a different context, but how. <laughs> someone he was speaking to was so black and white thinking in terms of like more philosophical things and andrew has the ability to like be in the gray with like yeah everything means nothing and everything means everything at the same time and whatever and this morning talking about perfectionism i was like what literally exactly what daisy said i can't even bring it back but it was the same idea that like it's that we're not going to be able to to concretely do or make everybody happy I, i'm not even going to try and repeat it you said it perfectly. Oh, it's like it's perfect it's good yeah. gray is my favorite area to be in personally Me i love being gray is my like, favorite color <laughs> i think it's been like a recent liking to gray oh yeah for sure Back only- in the day, maybe not Right. I used to lean more towards the extremes. I was actually even having a conversation with my brother yesterday, trying to get him to think more greatly about things, because my brother is very much like, you're either a good person or you're a bad person. And I was like, really? Because I don't know a single person out there who is entirely good or a single person out there who is entirely bad. And he's like, well, but like, he gave an example of like a specific person that's like screwed him over and like just intentionally done really shitty things to him. And I'm like, that's, I get that. They did shitty things to you and you can choose to not have them in your life anymore. But can you not name a couple of things about them that are still really great? I'm sure you could. And he's like, yeah, but like overall they're a bad person. I'm like, but why do we need to define it like that? Like there is just a gray, you know, yeah. like you can choose who belongs in your life and who doesn't and still acknowledge that like, I don't know. I think it's just way more freeing when you Mm -hmm. see people that way. You know, you don't have to have so much like hate towards anyone. You can just acknowledge that like, oh, there's a pattern that's repeating here because this person is, uh, you know, dealing with their own shit, their own conditioning, their own life that they've lived. And I don't have to take on the responsibility of that and have them in my life anymore. And I can also still like love pieces of them from afar if I want. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, with something like that, too, it makes me think about, like, if my shit is coming out sideways onto someone else and theirs is coming out back at me, we don't have to, like, be in relationship. That's okay. But that person that screwed your brother over, I'm sure, has great relationships outside of that. And it's just the fact that your brother's lens that he's viewing the world and that person's lens that they're viewing the world are in conflict. And it's just another reflection of, like, okay... What am I bringing here? 
or oh, all right and I see what they're doing I don't love that great more information I don't have to be engaged with that person it's just but there's vision. multiple views of that individual Absolutely. your definition is not the truth of the matter it's your yeah. perception of the matter totally and I think like that's freeing even just like on a personal level like I find that freeing because it's like I know if I've hurt someone which I know that I have because everybody in the world has right I've hurt someone that doesn't make me a bad person. If I've done a bad thing, that doesn't make me entirely a bad person. And like, I like to operate in the world that way because it honestly makes me feel better about mistakes that I've made because nobody's perfect. Like everybody's going to make them. Everybody's going to hurt someone at some point. Like Mm -hmm. that's just the human experience and everything's gray. I love that. I feel like... We're at the natural end. Natural end. <laughs> no, for sure. I felt the I felt the vibes. Um the gray. The gray. Finding the gray. I feel like that's actually the perfect place to end with when we started talking about perfectionism too. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like perfectionism like always wants us to lean towards like one thing that we think is the answer or one thing that we think is like perfect in our mind and it's like when we can just exist in the gray there's no perfect (laughs) there's just a balance of everything that's happening and acceptance of it all i love it thanks for coming and hanging out with us today of course i missed your faces (laughs) 